0: Hello and welcome to, Guess What? You're Wrong with your host, Big D.
1: Enjoy the show! Okay, let's go ahead and get right into this here today. Welcome back to another fantastical episode of, Guess What? You're Wrong. Now, before we get into anything too deep here today... I want to go ahead and reiterate a couple things here, um, which I've done in the past, a couple of past episodes. I want to make sure that it's clear that I am not a professional uh, reviewer, editorial writer. I don't work for newspapers. I'm not a comics pro. I don't work for CBR. Um, you know, I'm not a politician. Uh, I'm an average, everyday Joe Schmo, who likes comic books, likes movies, and has a lot of opinions on a lot of things. So, without further ado, let's get Into the show. And today we're actually going to dive into a few different things. First and foremost, the Absolute Comics Group. Now you all know that uh, I'm a fan. I did reach out, uh, like I said previously, I was going to reach out to the Absolute Comics Group to see what the future holds for the various titles outside of White Widow and Resilient. I got an email back from... One Benny Powell, who I believe is the CEO of the Absolute Comics Group, and said, yes, we are continuing the whole line. I make boys cry number three. Kickstarter is next. Period. So it looks like uh, the Absolute Comics Group is going forward, which is great for me because I love the storylines and I love the comics. Unfortunately, they are dependent on kickstarter uh to get their issues out um which is a monetary thing uh, they want to see how much money they can get in before they start putting out issues that's fine and i understand that the only downfall to that is that it takes forever to get us issues um so hopefully we'll see if they can get bigger in the future and possibly not have to rely on kickstarter so much but in the meantime i will be hitting up that kickstarter once i make boys cry number three starts I'll be throwing in my ducats to get me some of that. And uh, next, we have a huge, huge announcement that came in from young Ripper, Eric D. July. He has officially opened up his website for the Ripperverse at ripperverse.com, where you can go and you can get Your name on the list to be notified as soon as it goes live. Now, he made this announcement on Friday, July 8th. On Monday, July 11th, the website's supposed to go live. You're supposed to be able to put in your orders for anything that he's going to have available. And guess what? I'll be there first thing when they open up. But uh, real quick, I'm going to go ahead and play the... Trailer that he released on Friday
0: announcing the opening of the Ripperverse. I'm Eric July, founder, owner, and writer. Welcome to the Ripperverse. Ripperverse is the result of a comic book lifer that wanted to be a part of the solution instead of always griping about the problem. Now, don't get me wrong, this was always a part of my aspirations, however, the current climate certainly sped things up. You've watched some of your favorite comic book characters be bastardized to the point to where they're completely unrecognizable. They're just used as career stepping stones for a lot of writers that don't care about the lore, some even despise their fans. Those are people that just want to tell stories that represent their social political views, even if they don't make sense for the characters that they're writing. And of course, these mega corporations that control these properties don't exactly make it easy for you to get in and understand what's canon so maybe it's time for something new we are a comic book company first and foremost that will never be forgotten no matter how big this venture gets and we are guided by a set of principles known as the Ripperverse ethic you will find this on a page in every single book that we release and it's a set of standards that we certainly want you to hold us to there are three main things that we will always emphasize number one respect the customer we aren't owed your dollar but we love to have you as longtime supporters it's going to be up to us to keep you interested and invested now anytime there's passion involved there's going to be those conflicts but we'll respect you so as long as you respect us it's all about reciprocity our second point of emphasis is canon and continuity This is an ever expanding universe. There's gonna be many of characters that will be introduced, but when you buy a book from us, you own a piece of history, it matters. These events will not be erased by way of time travel or some multiversal aspect. And number three, a comprehensive timeline. No matter when you jump into this space, we want to make it easy for you to get caught up on some characters that you're interested in, so we're going to keep the reboots to a minimum. Now don't worry, we know that picking up the pieces is part of the fun, so we're not gonna exactly hold your hand. And while I personally value Liberty, We're not gonna beat you over the head with on the nose current politics and current narratives that will completely contradict what it is that we're trying to do here. So whether you're into our main character in our first book, Isom, or you're into Yaira, or you're interested in, all of them will certainly have you as a customer. Your ethnic background or genetic makeup is wholly irrelevant to us. Now previously being part of comic book fandoms myself, I understand the importance of them. We'll do our jobs to preserve the sanctity on the business end and we hope you will help us preserve a more healthy and thriving fandom. If we manage to do that, we're going to be very competitive in this market and we're going to make our mark on this industry. We're not gonna be perfect. Errors will be made, but we won't let that stop us from being great. So visit Ripperverse.com, where we have our own unique store that is tailor-made for our audience. A lot of our stuff will be released in campaign format with limited edition items, and once they're gone, they're gone. We'll be making books that expand across many different genres, so I'm very confident that we'll have something that is right for you in a series that you'll make your favorite. And one last thing. I started this company with no external investors and that's something that I like to remain true. Sure, we want to expand in many different avenues, video games, animation, maybe even live-action movies, but not if it means selling off assets. We only answer to the customer. We don't want to make the same mistake as the other guys.
1: Wow. Okay. So that is enough to get you excited, right? I mean, just that announcement on Friday that was made is enough to get you ready to go for some Ripperverse, right? Now, it's Monday. It's Monday now. Did you get on onto Ripperverse.com this morning and get your orders placed? Well, I did. I was on there. There was some, uh, some hiccups with the website. I guess they had a lot more traffic going to that website than they thought they were going to have. So there were some hiccups in that website there, but I got my order placed. It's good to go. Shipping is supposed to start beginning of August. Cannot wait. Now, as if that announcement that I played just a moment ago wasn't enough, Eric July, Young Ripa, also released a preview of sorts of Isum, the first title that will be released from the Ripperverse, And now... Let's take a listen to that.
0: ISOM issue number one is the first book released through Ripperverse Publishing, which makes it extremely significant. Though this is ISOM's self-titled book, it also serves as a launching pad for our entire universe. This 96-pager was written by myself, Eric July. The pencil and ink work was done by the great Cliff Richards, and the color work was done by Gabe El-Taib two comic book veterans. This book is part one of the ill-advised arc and it follows Avery Silman, who lives right outside of Flores Park, Texas, the place where he was born and raised. Now, Avery is what is known as an except, which is what common folk in this area call special people. Years ago, shortly after he got his abilities, Avery decided to become a hero of sorts and adopted the moniker Isom. But a certain event had him come to the realization that this life wasn't for him. So now he lives on his own ranch outside of the big city. One day, Avery gets a call from his sister Altona. She wants him to visit his old buddy because a family friend that interned at her company, projects has gone missing. That old friend is Darren Fontano and apparently he has some connection to his family friend. Fontano has much changed since he was kicking it with Avery when they were, you know, we lads. Now he's a cold-blooded shot caller that isn't afraid to do what it takes to remain in his position as one of the most respected people in the city. This is a man that you do not want to cross. What was supposed to be a simple meetup with an old friend turns into the longest day of Avery's life. He runs into other ex such as Santuan, Yaira, and the Alpha Court. And some of these altercations take a very violent turn considering his past with one of these characters. You can see why he tries to stay out of the city. Who is this family friend and what is their connection with Darren Fontano? How does this meeting between him and Avery turn out? And does he get the information that Altona needs? How does this impact the psyche of Avery, who went from a hero to a now blue-collar civilian? These are all questions that will be answered in ISOM issue number one, which you can now pre-order at Ripperverse.com, along with some other limited edition merchandise items that will give you some more insight on the characters, such as, Earth, A place with such interesting beings. Like many other planets throughout the cosmos, their subjects have needless squabbles. But from those conflicts, I've discovered some creatures that could be of great use to our efforts. I'm not quite ready for the selection. But after many patient years, I feel it is time for more thorough documentation. This city is where we begin.
1: And there you have it. Now, get on over to Ripperverse.com, get your orders placed, and see what he has left available. I'm pretty sure he's going to sell out here pretty soon. Um, We'll see. He has a 75-day stretch goal to see if he can make it, but I'm thinking he's going to make that. Easily. But we'll see how he does over there. Uh, Like I said, get over there. Get your orders placed. And we'll talk about that when the issue comes out. On to the next topic we have for today. Coffin Comics. Okay. Now, I had seen these ads popping up on my Facebook feed uh, quite some time. Uh, I mean, quite a long time now, uh, you know, for the upcoming Coffin for the upcoming uh, Coffin Comics Group. um, Evidently, uh, I'm not too familiar with the history of Lady Death. Um, I know I've seen uh, her comics around for quite some time now. Evidently, the creator of Lady Death is um, the owner of the Coffin Comics Group. And uh, so Lady Death has come over um, to the Coffin's comic coffin. (laughs) Maybe I can speak sometime today to the Coffin comics group now i have two two uh individual comics here the first one is uh the captain death it's um tales of the coffin verse number one i got the uh captain death variant um cover uh basically this uh this issue here introduces a lot of um, different characters for the coffin verse um, which is a new world that they're building here now real quick i'm gonna go ahead and read in, in the inside cover here it has the story so far the epic villainy of Insurrectus and his monstrous progeny extends beyond the known universe. Only those willing to take a stand can stop him. And separate stories from across the infinity-verse meet the trust. Outlaw superheroes who fight the supernatural. Captain Scargrave, intergalactic space pirate who sails the haunted galaxy macabre. Lady gunfighter, Wild West loner armed with demonic guns and a bad attitude. And Captain Death who opposes the monsters during 1945's world War hell as Satanus invades Europe now this is told in a 60 style Marvel style there can be only two outcomes victory or total death apocalypse hmm. interesting this was a pretty interesting read here um, like I said it introduces uh, a few different uh characters from the coffin verse um, like the ones I just named here and you know, we have Captain Scargrave um, uh, the trust um, Lady gunfighter I mean and there's other one others uh, in this coffin comics universe um, like let's go to one of the back pages here it's got uh, there's a whole bunch of lady death uh, issues that they have out here but then they also have uh, la muerta. Um, which I have that comic. I just haven't read that one yet. I haven't gotten into that one yet. Also, they have like a Hell Witch. Um, and then on to, I uh, have uh, another issue that I have here from Coffin Comics is uh, one of two, Lady Death, uh, Sacrificial Annihilation, um, which kind of takes the storyline from um, the Tales of the Coffin verse and just extends it a little bit here. It has a lot of the same characters in there, introduces a few new ones, um, in it as well. Now the story so far in this first uh, Lady Death sacrificial annihilation is: Heroes have fallen, cities are under siege, and swarms of progeny fill the skies, blotting out the sun. It seems no one can stand against the awesome power of Insurrectus, bred to destroy worlds. The ruthless tyrant now sets his sights beyond Earth, commanding vicious hordes to invade every corner of the Infinity Verse. Humanity's only hope lies in hell's most fearsome warrior witch, Lady Death. There can be only two outcomes for our deadly diva. Victory or total death occult. Death, how do I say this? Death occult. Oh, shit. Death Ocalypse. Death Ocalypse. Death Ocalypse. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, this uh, Lady Death sacrificial annihilation basically just takes on... Um, the storyline going uh from the uh, tales from the coffin verse um again like I said i'm not uh real knowledgeable on the lady death I mean i've seen her uh, before um, mainly you know most of this uh very scantily clad uh and voluptuous <laughs> uh, superheroines and such in there um but the storyline's not bad. You know, they're, it seems like they're building uh, the coffin verse here, but that is definitely uh, something I will keep an eye on. I'm gonna try and see if I can search out some of these other number ones uh, from the coffin verse and see um, how how they how they pan out in the end there. Um, but that we'll see how that turns out. Now on to the next topic. Now this next topic is, is, is it's the Tampa Bay Comic Convention. Uh, that's coming up here at the end of July. Now, me and my uh, younger son and my two older sons, we're going to head out there. We're going to see if we can meet some people. they got a huge list of people that are going to be there um, this go-around. Let's see who we got. Uh, They got um, um, Christopher Eccleston, who is Dr. Who. Everybody knows who Christopher Eccleston is. If you know who Dr. Who is, you know who Christopher Eccleston is. Eckelson is, um, Paul Bettany, Bettany. Uh, he played vision. Um, Kari Payton, pa- Paola Lazaro, um, who plays, uh, princess Dean Kane, who plays Sup- Superman. Well, if you don't know who Dean Kane is, I think you're probably a retard, uh, <laughs> or you're just very young. Uh, but he played Superman and, uh, Lois and Clark. Um, there, there's, there's going to be a whole bunch of people there. Now we're going to be heading out there. We're going to see if we can meet some of these people, I'm um, going to have a good time. I got a few things that I'm looking for. Um, I'm going to keep my eye out for a couple of comics, specific comics that I'm looking for. Um, also, there's a uh, Joel, Gilman Joel, who is in the Tampa Bay area himself. Um, he is uh, on uh, Retro Movie Geek, him and along with uh, Peter and Daryl, um, you know, they're discussing uh, movies that uh, are over 20 years old um, and they uh, spoil the heck out of everything they talk about, um, but I'm hoping to meet him. I'm not sure if he's going to be there or not, but uh, we shall see. Now, he did tell me that he's not 100% sure if he's going to be there or not, but there is a uh, horror uh, convention coming up in Orlando called Phantasm. Orlando, he said he's going to be there, so I'm going to try and hit that one up there as well. Um, that's in uh, late August or mid-August. Actually, so we're going to try and hit that up there. Maybe we can uh, meet up with him there if we can't see him at Tampa Bay Comic Convention. But anyway, that's going to be exciting. I'm going to try and get a couple of uh, audio clips uh, from various people at the Tampa Bay Comic Convention. And we'll see where that goes. Okay, and uh, now we're going to start uh, winding things down here. But uh, a couple things I did want to mention here. I got some feedback on... Uh, my discussion I had with Peter Blake uh, a couple of episodes ago, um, I guess people are liking the discussion format. So, I mean, I am planning on having some more uh, guests on to have some discussions. And they're going to veer off a little bit. Uh, they're not always going to be um, sitting pretty about movies and comics and that kind of stuff. We have a couple of hard-hitting uh, discussions coming out uh, here in the near future with some, uh, some people that uh, you may not normally hear from on a daily basis, or normally, uh, for that matter. Um, But they're just everyday people like me. um, Not professional uh, reporters, uh, entertainers, uh, politicians, uh, writers, nothing like that. They're just average everyday people that uh, I know and want to have a voice as well. So we're going to have some discussions going forward that, uh, like I said, maybe a little bit different than what I've had on so far. But that will uh, be interesting. We're going to have some of those uh, discussions coming coming uh, in the near future here, and I'll make sure and keep you apprised of when those will happen. Now, to start winding things down, I want to leave you with this thought. Sometimes you lie in bed at night and you don't have a single thing to worry about. That always worries me that's from Charlie Brown anywho and with that until next time y'all be easy and uh, don't forget love, peace and chicken grease and that's gonna do it for the day thanks for hanging out with me and letting me bend your ear for a while but before you go don't forget
0: You're wrong. Later, Gator. This concludes our broadcast day. Good night, and God bless America.